No Roof Podcast. I am Chaba. I got my co-host here, Choo Choo. Choo Choo, how we doing? We're doing real good. I got Rooster over there and his mustache. Look Rooster, at that Rooster. Mustache. Do, do we have tone? Love it. Yeah, we got tone. We got tone. We got tone. <laughs> that is a beautiful mustache. I have a perfect view of it. Um, Jackie Jack, how we doing? Good. We're good. Um, we're excited today. Um, we took off um the spirit that was beautiful. Um, today we're gonna get um. Little more, I feel like intimate with this word because I feel like a lot of people struggle with this word. We and it's the word control. Say it. Control. Control. And so Ooh. we brought in a, an amazing guest. Um, it is the son of our last guest. Yes. Pastor Babette. And we have with us um, Jesse Williams. Clap it up. Yeah, clap, 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 clap for yourself. yourself. Jesse, clap, yourself. clap for yourself. Oh, you got to clap for yourself. I don't start talking. Right. Clap for yourself. There you go. Clap for yourself. <laughs> All right. So we brought you in. We talked with you. And uh, we want to hit this word control. And because I think everyone struggles with this, especially as believers, even just human nature of mm. wanting to be in control, wanting things to look how we want it to look, um, and then facing the repercussions of that and yep. then getting over it and growing in it. I think that that's always, you know, human nature. Um, so let's break off this word. What, is control, what did you look up? What does control mean? Oh, control. Let me look it back up because Jackie had us looking up domain, look all these different words. <laughs> dominion. The control, the, oh, yeah, dominion. Uh, dominion energy. So control is the power to influence or direct people's behavior or the course of events. So yeah. the power to influence or direct people's behavior. And that, that when I first looked it up, it was like, do we actually have power? Like, do we actually have the ability to influence? Like, mm -hmm. is that a real thing that we have? Or is it something that we're trying to obtain? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. You know, I think it's a, it's a false sense of security. Oh, let me. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, take whoa. the roof off that. Take the roof yeah, off that. So, what, what does that mean? So, what do you mean? So let's talk about my journey with control. Okay, let's do right? it. I didn't realize I had a huge control problem until the pandemic happened. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah. And That's all recent. of a sudden, so read the definition of control again. Yeah, yeah, I got to pull it back up. Uh, the power to influence or direct people's behavior or the course of events. Okay, the course of events, right? Oh, yeah. You're sitting there and, and you think like, I've got my job, it's secure, Mm. I've got my lifestyle. It's secure. Yeah. I can go see my friends whenever I want. I can do whatever <laughs> I want. Yeah. I can put whatever I want in my body or not. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it changes. Yeah. Wow. And there's nothing that I could have done, right? The course of events outside of my power yeah. changes, and you're thrown for this loop. Mm. And that's when I started really seeing how much I depended on that false sense of security, gotcha. right? This... Like there was something in me that said, as long as I can have like a say over what my life looks like, as long as I can have a say over <clears throat> where I go, what I do, mm. a big one was how, how I raise my kids. Really? Yeah. You know, like I want my kids to be able to see people's faces. All of a sudden you don't have control over this. Wow. And it, uh, yeah, it really messed with me. And I started realizing I've got a big problem with control. Wow. And and I think if you break that down even further, like it's really not control. It's just like fear. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is. It's really just fear. It's like yeah. a fear that like for whatever reason. It's not I don't looking have, how I want it to look. Yeah, it's not looking the way that I want <laughs> or it might not go good. Yeah. Or, yeah. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah, I think everyone hit that during the pandemic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I think we all. I mean, it's the one thing, like you said, you don't know. Until it's tested, mm -hmm. until yeah. like pressure is applied, until it's exposed, then it's just like, oh gosh. Um, I'm, I'm curious with your journey because I think everyone experienced it, especially as a parent and um, a businessman. Um, we've been taking the roof off brain and 
spirit and all these words, mind. mind yes. <laughs> um, so is it safe to say then your the control was that it was in the natural. Your safety was the natural. Yeah. Right. It was it, absolutely. It was the physical natural. stuff. Yeah. Now, as a believer, did you yes. think before that? Oh, I'm good. I'm 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 God's son first. Everything's good. So you're like, I'm God's son. Everything's right. And then this hits, yeah. and it's like, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> or right? Because I think we go through that. <clears throat> yeah, it does. Well, so for me, and everyone has their unique story, yeah. right? Your unique outlook. So it might be different for other people, but I know for me, you know, growing up, I didn't have a dad. Right. Mm. Right. I mean, I did have a dad. Everyone has a everyone right. has a yeah, dad. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, there was no, oh, for yeah. me after 12 years old, he wasn't in my life. Gotcha. Wow. You know, and I never, when I looked at sonship, it was never God is replacing that. Like he's the, he's the, I knew it in my head, right? I had the, the head knowledge of like, oh, I'm a, I'm a son of God. It says it in the Bible. Right. But I never had the, 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 Dependence, like I, he, I never let him father me. That's the way gotcha. they put it, right? You never let God father you. I never let God father me. Wow, even though you knew him as the title father, I knew him as the title. Yeah, got it, got the it. The title only. Mm. My gosh. So then, what happened when your dad left? So when my dad left, it just shattered that. My dad was was an awesome father. Yeah, he yeah, really yeah. was. He had his moments, and it messed up and set off a chain of events. Mm. Um, but he was a really, really good example of father God to me in many ways but then that leaving it also you know put into my head like hey like your father can leave yeah. oh my right? gosh and when you need him the most sometimes you go through these things like high school yeah right? that's when you probably need your dad the most yeah all of a sudden you don't have someone that you can depend on and I started putting that like inability to depend on um, a father onto father God Really? Right. And so that's where a lot of that control came in. It was like, well, if I can't depend on you, like I've got to do it myself. I've got to make right. sure that Ooh. nothing falls apart. Right? I'm going to bare knuckle this thing together and I'm going to make my own way. Wow, Jess. So that was that always your go-to to just, it was control. Like, yeah. I got this. It was like, can I work harder? Can I get more mental knowledge about it? Yeah. Can I like mm. be the best at it? Can I, can I, you know, manufacture something that... Right. That's going to work. Mm. Now, just in case the audiences don't know, um, Jesse is a successful businessman. Uh, you went to the um, uh, Bethel School of Ministry. I mean, yep. you have an amazing walk with God. So obviously, you're a very successful man. God is, I'll say it, he has substance on his life. So how did that switch happen where he mm -hmm. truly became your father? I mean, even mm -hmm. through the pandemic, how did that, I guess, the exchange happen? Yeah. Like from surrendering to control? Because, I mean, if you go through the Bible, it's I, mm -hmm. doing our research, that's kind of our go-to. Control. Is is it's I'm gonna do it how I'm gonna do it. Right. And then we get into big mess and then we go, I should probably go to God for this. And you <laughs> yeah. see it all in the Old Testament. And so I was curious, how how did that begin with you? Yeah. A lot of it, it it's been it's been like all of us. It's a journey. It's a right. Journey. Um having kids, so right now I have three kids, six year old, three year old, four year old. Wow. And um walking in like it, it's funny because that season has overlapped kind of with the last three years of like the pandemic yeah. and just kind of crazy stuff but <clears throat> kind of learning my own fathership like learning what does it mean for me to be a dad mm. and then i start finding like hey there are these areas i'm taking to the lord like what's going on here like yeah. this is yeah. like what a father looks like and i'm like oh man i have this belief that this is what you are also right you know it's almost like you 
you raise your kids, but it's just a mirror. Yeah. Right? It's just a reflection yeah. of you. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, this is not like my beliefs are off. Like I look at myself as a dad and I'm like, that is not that is not a representation of God. Wow. Yeah. You know, Could you tell us one specifically if if you can? Oh man, I mean, gosh, We're- you convicted me so bad yesterday. <laughs> 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 I was Everybody was convicted. Everybody. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, if you don't know, uh, Pastor Ebo just taught, so it was a great teaching. Yeah, it, it's on Spotify, YouTube, all that. It's really great. Uh, but yeah. No. Okay. So here's a good one that you didn't you didn't talk about. So everyone who has kids, they know that like bedtime can be a rough time because yeah. your kids are wired, right? Your right. kids are wired. They're oh, yeah. tired. They don't deal with it well. Mm. They probably just got amped up from some sugar because they're <laughs> yeah. a good parent. You give them the dessert, <laughs> <laughs> and so you're like, let's go to bed. Let's settle down. Let's lay down. My wife and I were like, let's do some songs that like yeah. help you, and they're like. Uh, maybe what I'm going to do is I'm going to swing from the rafters of my bunk bed <laughs> and I'm going to kick my little sister in the face and oh then I'm going to like just run around and you, you know, I'm going to make a mess in the bathroom. I'm going to strip <laughs> my PJs off. And you're like, no, it's just time to go to bed. You want to control. <laughs> yeah, yes. and I would find myself Come like I would, I would be acting in a way that's not representative of the Lord, Ugh. right? I'd be like, no, lay down. No, you need to sit down. And finally, at one point, I was like, okay, you guys just can't handle this. Like, everyone, I want you crisscross applesauce on the floor. We're going to do this time with the Lord on ourselves. And we're sitting there, there trying to worship with my kids. I'm like, sit down. Don't move. And then you kiss them. You kiss them goodnight and you pray with them. You're like, I love you so much. Like, you're so loved. Like you want to blow it, and then you walk out, and you're like, ah, oh. <laughs> like standing there walking down the, walking like back to my my room with my wife. I'm like, gosh, I'm like talking to him, like trying to tell him about Father God. I'm like sitting there, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but your example is different. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh. You have to look in the mirror, and like, man, like, how do you? Okay, t- I was gonna say that, walk yeah. through that process, yeah. deal with that, especially as a father, because I think so many of us don't do good. That's the hard part. Yeah, is you have to face yourself in the mirror. How do you? How do you do that? Yeah, you know, for me, like, <laughs> way to be honest, because yeah, sometimes baby. I walk out of my bedroom and I'm like, ha, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so and, and that's the truth. Like every every once in a while, it works out well, right? You know, they mm, it's good. Uh, yeah, they snap too, right? But it's never because you did it right. It's because scared of what you did yesterday. Exactly. <laughs> like I don't wow. want to spank you did. again. <laughs> Oh man, good, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, please be honest. Yeah. So, what, how do you do that? How do you like take a deep breath, go back, and look at yourself in the mirror, or do you look at yourself? Yeah, in the mirror? no, I do. Um, so my thing is, I just, I, my looking in the mirror is, I, I call it like two way journaling. Mm. Two way journaling. Right? So okay. I like to just sit there and like, Lord, this is what happened. What do you think about it? Mm. And I know what he thinks about it. He's like, that hurt my heart. So that one's an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> and then you keep going down and you're like, well, why did I do that? Like, yeah, what, come on, like, the what's why? What's going on here? Like, what's in my heart yeah. that makes me feel like, let's go. You know, my kids have to be these like perfect yeah. things. And, so good, Jeff. And uh, you know what I oftentimes find is that I'm actually more afraid that my kids are going to turn out to be like me. Wow. Than anything else. That's I'm like, I'm trying to control you and shape you into something because I think. I can I can make you into something that's gonna be better than me. And then it's like, oh, you're like you're messing up. Like I make mistakes. I don't want you to be like me. Wow, Josh. That's really good. That is so good. Man, hearing you, uh, especially being a parent, I know for me, 
my control has been based off of my expectation mm-hmm. instead of going to him and finding his expectation. Yeah. Ooh, Where it's like, I'll read my word of God. And I'm like, okay, this is, you're going to be a disciple. You're going to raise the dead, heal the sick, cast out demons. And like, I didn't even go to God. I'm like, well, what's your expectation? Come on, yeah. So yeah. I know for me, that's been like a big reality check of like, man, I didn't even, I didn't even like, as Pastor Babette said, I didn't even start the discussion with God. That's good. And I'm finding many areas of my life where like I haven't even begun starting the discussion. I'm just like, like you being a parent, it's like you can live from yesterday's habit. Yeah. It worked. This is how nighttime's going to be. And it's just like, why isn't it working? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then like, man, the honesty part is the hard one. So thank you for sharing with that. That's but yeah, really good. I know for me, it's, 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 it's the expectation of, is it my expectation or his expectation? Mm-hmm. Because like you said, the, the control is yeah. what is it's the, the power to influence the influence. People. So it's like, mm-hmm. man, like whose influence do I want him to have? Like right. God's expectation or my expectation? Cause I'm really saying my expectation is very natural, very, you know, on the outside, just got to be calm and cool, calm yeah. and cool. Right. Like you said, <laughs> we're worshiping, we're worshiping yet. They're going crazy. And you're like, uh, I've done that same thing. <laughs> we're going to sing the blessing and there's no blessing around right now. <laughs> yeah, you know? not at all. So good. Yeah. I, I think my question to you guys yeah. is like, is it bad that we inf- like, like what's the dangers of influencing from ourselves, right? Like without having a conversation with father God, like, we obviously have the power to influence, right? Like you're saying you're shaping this little human into somebody. So we have the power of influence. What is the dangers of doing it just with your human ability? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think the dangers you end up, you end up like where I was, right? You're, you're taking something. It's like, hey, here's this distorted version of a father. Oh, wow. You know, and it's like, this is what God looks like. Wow. And that's the danger of influencing yourself. There's no way, like, I don't know if there's any way to completely eliminate that. Okay. Right? Because, I don't know, I I just, I don't know how you would ever eliminate the fact that you're on a journey also. And that's the issue. It's like, you're you're on a journey into it. Like, you know, I don't have it perfect. I'm never going to. Yeah. Right? And your uh, podcast with Gavin is like, You'd end up being Jesus at some point. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know? And so, like, you're yeah. always on a journey. You're already, mm-hmm. you're always learning more. Like, the Lord is teaching you, just like you're teaching your kids, right? It's, yeah. a, wow. it's a constant journey. But I think the biggest thing for me and and with my kids, I know we're not talking about kids on this podcast. Oh, but, this is good. This goes about control. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's coming to them just, and I let them in on my journey, right? So even even yesterday, I had a moment with Hensley where I had to come and apologize, and was like, hey, like. I'm, I'm figuring this out myself, but like that was wrong. What I did was wrong. Yeah. But you said that. You said, hey, I'm figuring this out. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, wow. I'm on this journey also. Like, you're Good. learning and I'm learning. Like, you messed up here. Like, it happens. Wow. Like, what was the his way response? I responded was wrong also. Um, at this point, they, I mean, they don't really, they're like, yeah, I forgive you. And then they run off. They love wow. um, I don't think it really hits them yet. I think it's something that, would probably be more impactful when they really understand it. Or maybe it won't. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's I good think it'd though. be impact I think it's more impactful for some people if you've never seen your parents ask for forgiveness. Yeah. You know, I have a lot of friends who yeah, you know, their never. parents never say they're wrong. Or yeah, whatever. never. I heard sure my dad for, for the first time like two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't even like I, I actually he actually uttered the words like, I failed you. Mm-hmm. But it was out of a place of communication. And that's yeah. literally what came to my heart when you took time to come down to your son's level and communicate with him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I look at my dad and like, we're grown men at this point and then we still don't know how to communicate. But but I think there's so much power when it comes to that communication piece. 
And I I just, I was reading in Psalms and it talks about how God bends down off of his throne to listen to us. Yeah. And it's like, I never realized how much power that is because the way that I was raised, it was like, he sits on the throne and he's just judging you the whole time. But to know that there's a father that does exactly what you did of getting off of your position and then come down to his level to communicate, whether he understands it or not, like that is God. Yeah. I don't know. That just blew my mind. Yeah. No, with what you said to answer you, I know for me, when, I, when I'm when i in control, the biggest thing I've noticed is the fruits of the spirit or this love, joy, peace, it's not sustainable. Mm. It eventually runs its course. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah. Take, like, take, when you get a chance, just take the roof off the fruits of the spirit. Like, oh, so like, like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, self-control, mm. all these things. And really the, the nature of God, which is it's love. And so for me, I, I've noticed when I'm in control, that love, it just it finds a wall somewhere. Like there's a cap. There's a cap mm. and like, it's just not real. Mm. You know, I can fake it for a while and it looks good on the outside. It's like, look, there's no storms. But if I were to be honest with myself, inside there's still a little, okay, there, I want to squeeze his arm right now. Or I want to, you know, there's, yeah. I want to control. I want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a posture of the heart where when he's in control, there is a true surrender of peace. You get that peace. And that's where you, like, you kind of have to be honest of like, okay, I got the peace or I don't have the peace. You know, yeah. it's like I'm in control. So I know for me with th- those moments where I hit those moments of where the things are exposed, it's like mm-hmm. I just, a thing that can't sustain was just uncapped. Wow. And it's like, okay, I might be God here. You know, I'm, I'm taking the reins. So I know that's a big yeah. one for me is anytime it just, whatever it is, it's just not sustainable. Yeah. Wow. I think the important part is just that you're aware enough to be like, this isn't God, this isn't good. Yeah. Let's do something about it. I think that's the most important. Thing. That's true. You have to be honest yeah. with it. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I'll be honest. Um, we were we did a podcast with uh, about like comfort, and sometimes it's comfortable not to acknowledge it. You know, it's just like yeah. it's working. You know, so it's like more comfortable yeah. to ignore it. You or? know, or it's like we we love to stay in the 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 knowledge part. You yeah. know, of like mm. I I got understanding. This is comfortable. You know what I mean? Wow. Where because you, you you he deals with the heart. You know, so you, you got to be vulnerable. You got to be honest of like, you know, okay, this isn't working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's good. I do like how you said the word heart because like back to Pastor Gavin's podcast, it was like the heart is another word for the spirit. Yeah. Right? And the way we connect with God is spirit but because we're spirit beings first. Yeah. Right? So like I, I do love that God communicates spirit to spirit. I think that's so important. So like control is more of like a natural thing. Yeah. Is, am I getting that right? Yeah. For me, it's uh, kind of what we were talking about with um, Pastor Gavin. It's control is I'm using my logic. Oh, wow. To... to and basically my expectation of this is how my kids should act. This yep. is how my finances should go. This is how I should treat my wife. And eventually, because you're in the logic, it's not going to sustain. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Because there's, remember, where the spirit is, that's where life and peace sustain. Mm-hmm. So anytime you find where it's going downhill, you're in the natural. At least this is the biggest thing I'm awakening to of like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm, I got to be honest. I'm in, it's all about me right now. I'm, it's, I'm I'm just using my logical reasoning, and I haven't even really started the discussion with, with him. With Father God, that's good. That's a big one mm-hmm. for me. And then the natural piece, it's like you're living off your history and your baggage yeah. here on the natural earth. Wow. Yeah. yeah. My gosh. So how do you like do the switch? How do you get there? How do you how do you switch from like control yeah, I'm to? I'm curious for that. How do you begin that conversation with God? Yeah, for me it was <clears throat> I had to go like so you, you realize okay my control is coming out of fear, my fear is coming out of I don't trust that God's oh, wow. okay. being dad. Right? Do you so ask him that, that or do you know? Do you? 
Do you know? Do you like? Hey, no, where is this it? was a process, man. Oh, just okay, yeah, yeah. I wish what? I could say I woke up and I just had. You're like, oh, oh so it wasn't I don't overnight. Trust you. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, okay, no, yeah. No, no, no. I thought it's it was like, overnight. I'm man, sorry. Man, I could bring ahead. in the stacks of journals. <laughs> <laughs> so journaling, because your your mom mentioned that too about spirit, yeah. the the importance of journaling and how um, I don't know what she say. The hand, head. What was it? The, the hands right with the, the mouth. hands right. Yeah, with the hands right with the mouth doesn't speak. Something yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. It was really beautiful. God speaks. I like that. But that's a big one. Okay, so your process. So you have a stack of journals. So it didn't happen yeah, overnight. So, no, it doesn't happen overnight. And I, I just, my process really came for like, okay, like I need to figure out what sonship looks like, like real mm. sonship. Like I need to go yeah. to the next level of sonship. And yeah. um, we were talking uh, the other day when we were on a call. Yeah. It's like a lot of times, what I've found is that. Sonship is one of those things where it's like you, you have a good dad. He's mm. always there. Right. Right. You have to take sonship. Right. It's something that you have to Ooh. proactively like step into. Right. That's you can good. you'll always be a son. Like you always have a father. Right. Mm. Right. But sonship, it's it's the prodigal son. Right. right. He had to he had to come back. Yeah. Right. He embraced his father. He made that decision. He proactively went back into sonship. The father never changed. Right. The father would have been the exact same reaction. Whether he came back the day after, whether he never left, came back 10 years later, right. doesn't matter. Ooh, that really hit me when you said you have to take it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we're passive in it. Yeah. Or we just, we're, con- we're, we're confident with the, I'm a son. And mm-hmm. yet there's no, there's no dialogue. There's no being a son. I love how you said the, um, you have to take sonship. Yeah. How do you do that? How do you take yeah, it? Yeah, I was going to say that. You have to let like, go of some stuff. Okay. <laughs> control as well. Yeah. So you put your bed no. to bed. Like, how do you take sonship? <laughs> yeah, you have, to, you have to let go of things, man. You oh. have to let go of it and, and, and step into, into sonship. But it, I think a lot of it is like, where are you getting your, your identity from? Oh, come Jeez. on. Take the roof okay. off that. What do you mean? So Hit it. Oh. Unfortunately, in Christianity, we have all these really bad ideas that seep into Christianity. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> So like, (laughs) (laughs) that was very bold. (laughs) I mean, uh, okay. So staying on topic, um, identity, our identity should be in in the fact that we're a child of God. It should be in our sonship. Right. right? But oftentimes our identity is in something that we like a calling. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Come on. I'm a worship leader. Right. A pastor. I'm a pastor. Wow. Or I've got a gift. Like I'm, I'm good at music. I'm a musician. Oh, or wow. like I can speak. I'm a speaker. Yeah. I can talk to people. I'm an evangelist. Right, right. But it's not actually happening out of sonship. Mm, right. Right. And the the danger that you have with that is when you lock into like a calling is my identity. What happens when God puts a different calling on your life? Oh mm. wow! You won't all give of a sudden it up. your identity yeah goes, goes down the drain. <laughs> yeah. That's good, Jess. You know. And I think that when you can kind of get to that place of like God, like whatever it is, like, I want in. Yeah. Like, I just want to do what you're doing. Like, That's I want to be where you're at. Yeah. I want to be operating the way that you're operating. Like, I want to see the world the way that you're seeing it. That's when I started seeing things change, was when I was just like, God, I don't, just use me. Like, this isn't working out. And I had a moment like this. Uh, it wasn't long ago. It was like, I don't know, under a year ago. Oh, I was yeah. driving down the road, and I was like, God, like, this sucks. I'm not happy right now. <laughs> It's not working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just, whatever you want to do. You want yeah. me to stay in business? Let's do business. You want me to go and change to do something else? Let's do it. But, like, I'm all in. Like, I want this. Let's go for it. And honestly, after that moment, 
was just like, hey, I, I surrender it all. Whatever yeah. it looks like. Oh, like I want I want it to be yeah. I want it to be with you. Like I want whatever you you want to be going on. That's good, Josh. And uh, that really changed a, a lot of me, man. It, it set me on a whole nother journey. It's been beautiful. It's been awesome. Wow. Why do you think he brought this question up? Because obviously you, you you we get a calling sometimes. We 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 get something from God and we tend to just do this. We tend to do things alone. Mm-hmm. Even when it's given to us by God. Why why do we do that? Like even said you had to get to that point where it's like, I'm obviously doing this alone. Okay, God, what do you want? I yeah. was just thinking about it. I think every yeah. person struggles with that. And in, in the Old Testament, I was looking through through the research, and you find it everywhere. When they talked about the Ark of the Covenant, I was telling this guy, oh, I mean, even the Ark, God had an order and a structure. And um, this is in Chronicles. He says, because you did not do it the first time, the Lord our God broke out against us, because we did not consult him about the proper order. Mm-hmm. And you kind of see that throughout the Old Testament. Is like they get this idea from God, and then they try to run with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, why do we tend to do this thing alone? Yeah. I was curious. Because, right, we all do it. Yeah. And then we have these moments of waking up of, like, I'm in control. And then we have these, it's not working. And it sucks. It does suck. We all hit that moment, yeah, I think, in life where we're like, this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Why do we do it? Man. I I <laughs> Was that a tough question? I wouldn't end up there. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, I don't know. I You know, if I was to speculate, like I said, I wish I knew the answer for it. But it, if I was to speculate why... I do that. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's like I just wanted to get it done the fast way. And, you know, you mm. get back into your mind and you, like, work it out in logic. Yeah. You know, it goes back to that logic thing. It's like uh, it's really easy. Logic is easy. That's where we live every yeah. day. It's where I live every day. I'm, I work in business, right? So if there's a problem, like, one plus two, you know. Plus three, yeah. There's an answer to it. Yeah. You just work it out. You know, if something's not working, let's go. Let's analyze why. There's got to be some data around here somewhere. Right, yeah. right. That's um, what kind of Pastor Gavin was saying. We, we, we become brain dominant. And there's no transformation there. When mm-hmm. we do that, there'll never be transformation. There'll never be what you were saying. I won't go to the next level of sonship. Yeah. Which is where God's obviously trying to pull us, which mm-hmm. is obviously requires a greater sense of letting go. Mm-hmm. Um, can you lead us? I'm just curious, even for you, yeah. that journey of letting go and being a son. Letting moments where you can think of where you 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 did let go. Uh, do we need to flip the tape? Yeah, let's do it. That's it. That's all right, we'll flip the tape. All right, we're back. We just flip the tape. All right, um, letting go, letting go. We, this is a, a big topic. Uh, how do you how do you guys begin that process of being a son and letting go? Um, and in in the I kind of want to bring it to the to the spiritual aspect because yeah. you brought up a good point of it's easy to let go of something when it's natural. Like yeah, you said, like absolutely. I'm a big Here guy. Look, I can do it. Yeah. I'm 6'2", 250. So I got easy. this. I got you. Okay, yeah. I'm 260. <laughs> now, how do we do that? How do you guys, what's been the process with that in the spirit? Because I think even talking with Pastor Abed, that's such a, it's an unseen realm. How do we trust that? How do you, how did you grow into that? You know, was it through journaling that you're like, okay, this is real. I'm seeing substance here. Like how, how does, even for you, all yeah. of us, what does that process look like of letting go of control to God saying, okay, how do, I, I'm done. What does that look like? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was thinking about your example in the van, right? Like, how did you actually do it? Because yeah. God is a spirit being. So it's not like he was in the passenger seat and you were like, all right, I'm turning off my keys. And then you gave it and he caught it in his hands, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, did that happen? No. Okay, cool. cool. <laughs> I'll just make sure. Because I've heard of like people Jesus being able to do stuff like that. And like, yeah. So, but it wasn't like that. So like, how were you, how did you have the confidence to actually do that? To yeah. something that's invisible, something that's in the spirit realm? I think a lot of it came down to me 
trusting that I know him. Mm. How'd you get there? So it's funny. Mm. So, so we're very confident in the voice of the other guy. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, Let man. me give you an example. Give me, give me, give me an example. Oh, gosh. So the other day, uh, it's like two <laughs> days ago, we were having some friends over, and Annie sent me to, uh, to Giant to grab a few bottles of wine. So I'm in the checkout line. The only thing is available is those, like, no per- those personless checkout, like self-checkout yeah, things that are, like, the worst. And so I'm like, oh, man, I've got alcohol. I've got to stand here and wait for someone to come. So they come over, and they grab both bottles, and they, like, do the scanny thing. And then they're like, okay, just put your phone number in. Um, and check out. So I did. I get the receipt. It's like twenty bucks. I'm like, this is not right. And I had this thought in my head that was like, "Oh, it's okay. They checked you out. Like, just cruise off." Ooh. Oh. And I'm like, "No, that's not. That's not the Lord." I was very confident. I had no doubt in my mind. Right. 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 And I think it's funny. Like, we talk about spending all this time with the Lord. Yeah. But we're like, I'm very confident in the other guy's voice. Wow. wow. I never spend time with him. <laughs> right. Why aren't we as confident? Yeah. <laughs> And 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 Whoa. this like knowing the Lord is what helps you give this control up, right? Mm. It's like I know you more than just what's in the book, right? I, yeah. Like you've been there for me. Like let me tell you about the time, you know, or yeah, I heard your voice when, and that's what gives you the confidence of like, hey, this time, like, it's on you, right? Yeah. Like you've been there, you've shown up for me in the past, and He shows up for us all the time. We just don't acknowledge it. Yeah. Ooh. Right? How many oh. times? How many times does the Lord does something really, really big, really significant in your life? It happens. It's great, and then like the next day, you're like, "Oh man, God, are you gonna, are you gonna help me yeah, do yeah, something like so insignificant?" And you're like, "Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute." He like got you through a major financial mistake. Yeah, you know, and now you're like concerned. God, are you gonna show up to help me? Uh, do something silly. Yeah. Oh, Jess. You really said confident the other person's voice. I don't like that. Man, that, that one, you just convicted me really. Oh. <laughs> I love you so much. I know for me, I was thinking about it. Why, even with being a father, I think about letting go. And I was like, sometimes I'll just be honest. It's like, I just don't want to wait. I was yeah. thinking about that phrase, waiting oh, wow. on the Lord. Sometimes I just, I don't want to. You know what I mean? It's, it, it, I'm a, it, I'll, for, for me, I'm, just, I'm realizing I'm, I'm very much, I can be very prideful. Yeah. I'll say to the camera, I could be very prideful. <laughs> um, and I find that in areas where I don't want to wait. Do you know what I mean? Because I think sometimes for me, letting go is you, you have to wait on him. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to do it. But also, he's going, at least for me, he goes, but do you really want it? Because if you want it, you'll wait. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, maybe later then. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't wait. Yeah. And then, like, there is no letting go. It's just, I'm like, uh. like you said, it just, I want it to happen, you know, now or that's a big one for me. I'm realizing. I think, especially in you know, in America and especially Northern Virginia, it's just so fast. And I think mm-hmm. we, we try to do that with God, where there is that waiting upon the Lord, and like He will speak. But I think there is a you. You have to be with the honest of Do you really want it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. I think even. Um, yeah, that's good. We can lead into the next question, or did you want to keep with here? Go ahead. Well, let me. Yeah, yeah, please, please. I think it's it's not only like like hey, I want this. It's like there's no other option. Yeah. You know, for me, I find like I make like option A, B, and C. Yeah. And I've got like these contingency plans. (laughs) Yeah. Like God's going to help me. But if he doesn't, I also. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I did this and I talked to this person. Yeah. And you end up with like Ishmael's. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. All right. What are Ishmael's? Take the roof off that. Who the heck heck is Ishmael? Take us to Bible school, Jesse. (laughs) That's funny though. You know, I never actually met Ishmael. 
Like I've never met somebody and they're like, my name is Ishmael. Good to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So is he, he <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay. So like you have the promise of God. Okay. To give you a son. Right. Right. But and and you know it's like with Sarah. My right. wife's also named Sarah. So a son of Sarah. Uh, got him. His name is Hensley. But you could also <laughs> go Gosh, out of your way, right? And it's like it, uh, Abraham didn't see God showing up the way that he thought. Right, mm. we're getting old. the The time has passed. Like, yeah, yeah. like it says in the Bible, like his wife's womb was dried up. Yeah. Okay, so let's throw a few more years on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and yeah. so your doubts just going up mm. to the point where his wife's also doubting. And the wife's like, "Well, I've got this young maidservant. Like, have a son with her. Like, that's mm. totally normal for the times." But then, what do you end up with? You end up with a child right. that wasn't born in the way that. The Lord wanted to, right? Right. Wow. And then all of a sudden you're taking, it's like this plan B. Well, the plan B is like, you know, there's something else there that could also make it happen. Yeah. But it's not the way the Lord wants. And then all of a sudden it ends up being this, mm. this horrible thing that impacts, right? you know, yeah. you for the rest of your life maybe, or just in that season, or it robs you from what you could have had. Wow. Yeah. That's good, Jess. So I think for Ooh. me, like, uh, Jackie brought up a good question of, like, well, how do you find that balance in life, right? Because, like, we all been to, like, any conference or concerts and we get, like, very emotional and we're like, okay, I'm going to quit my job. And I, actually, I'm going to be vulnerable with you. That's exactly what I did. Uh, I was working, had a really good nine to five, but I was so exhausted. Like, driving to Alexandria, getting on 66, like, four hours of my life just in traffic. Mm -hmm. And uh, an opportunity showed up for me to go and do some active duty time for the military but my orders weren't in, but the guy told me like, hey, you're as good as in, you know? And I was like, oh, that means I can quit my job, give myself a little vacation. So then I went straight to my boss and I was like, yo, I was like, the military's calling me, I gotta go. And I just left, came home, didn't tell my wife, <laughs> came home, didn't tell my wife. And, I, and as I'm driving, I was like, God, what do you want me to do? Yeah. And God was like, uh, it was like, this is fine. And I was like, oh, my God, is, is that me or is that the enemy? You know, like, I started freaking out. Yeah. And, and what came out of me wasn't trust. It wasn't sonship. It was, like, this fear and anxiety that I had. Mm. But I was too scared to hear him say, like, like, later, later, I went back and I was like, God, what did you mean by that time? It's fine. He's like, it's fine. Go back and get your job. But I think I was too prideful and I was, and I wanted out of that situation so bad that I was like, oh, he said it's fine. I'm going to run with it. Yeah. And then yeah. I put my wife in a situation where like we didn't have income for like a month and a half. And then we started swiping credit cards. We started doing all this. And I was leaning on this emotion of rescue and the orders never came in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I, I know that Ishmael's could happen and it's not good to have like contingencies, but like, what, how do I find the balance where I'm not putting my family in this position of mm -hmm. we were almost, almost going to be homeless, you know? Yeah. Uh, but how, how do I find that balance? Yeah. Have you ever had that with your, like, especially oh, you doing business sure. and all that? We're like, okay, we're trusting God here. And it's yeah. like, man, make or break. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, I, we've we had in our personal lives. Yeah. When Annie and I were um, <clears throat> just started dating, I was interning because I wanted to go into tech. So I was wrapping up an internship. She was working at uh, a restaurant. And she was making the majority of our money. I was making like six hundred bucks a month, wow. and our rent was like eight fifty. And then she was, you know, with hers, we were making ends meet. And then um, the Lord, we both felt really, really strong. The Lord tell her to quit her job. Yeah, well, mathematically that doesn't work out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but we were like, okay, we're gonna do it, and the Lord provided. 
like in amazing ways, just things would happen. And that's one of those moments where it was like, okay, that's, this is what the Lord was telling telling us to do. We also have moments where, you know, I've, I've tried to make it happen on my own. Oh, and, there it is. And it hasn't worked out. You know, or like you're always covered. Like the Lord cares. He sees you. Right. He knows. He knows you're in the on the journey, right? It's like we're his kids. Like he puts us in the padded room to figure yeah. it out. Um, but, you know, it could have been better Yeah, uh, yeah. A, a lot of times. And um, I wish I could give you a specific instance of that. I can't – I'm not thinking of one off the top of my head. But That's good though. I think the – I think the biggest thing is just like it's like burn your ships. Like when the Lord tells you to do something, like trust that He's trust that He said to do it. You know, don't like we live in a natural world, right? And like you were saying on Sunday, the brain is a tool, it's a powerful tool. Yeah. It's important. Like we all know one day we're gonna get old and we're gonna wanna stop working. So like we put money in a four oh one K. Yeah. Right? Like we know we need to eat, so like we need to go get a job. Um, but that doesn't necessarily, like, negate what he says, right? You shouldn't mm. prioritize your your needs over what what the Lord is saying. But right. you should also have a, a strong awareness, like you live in a physical world, and um, it's good, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. It's really good. No, you're definitely right, because like, even though the the job never came through for that specific job, mm-hmm. I remember <laughs> Jackie was so worried. She called me into a pastor's meeting. Like, I got called into a pastor's meeting. And my pastor, she she looked at me, it was Leslie, and she was like, you're a husband, you know? And like, mm-hmm. you're not bringing any money in. And laying on the couch watching Friends isn't a good thing. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's not like I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I, I was promised something else. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, have you even talked to God about what he wants you to do? Ooh. And I was like, I, I haven't. He said, it's fine. But I was too scared oh, wow. to finish the conversation with him. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I was like, I don't want to go back to this job. Like, the truth is, I didn't like the way that I was being mm-hmm. stuck in traffic for four hours. Like, I was a zombie. I hated it. Yeah. And then next thing you know, like, walked me through it in the spirit. And she was like, what is God showing you? And I was yeah. like, I just see clouds and nature and all this stuff. And then she was like, maybe he wants you to work outside. And he was like, who comes to your mind? And then it was your brother-in-law, Craig. Oh, Craig, yeah, yeah. And I just called him and I was like, hey, I don't know if you're hiring or not. And he's like, I'm not, but I'm going to make an exception for you. Come on. Yep. And then next thing you know, I'm cutting grass <laughs> with you. And then you and I are like sitting in the Best car friends. every week just, you <laughs> sweating. know. Sweating. And, uh, and it, it, it's not like I was making a whole ton of money, but my character development was really strong. Yep. Yeah. My identity grew as a man. And it was like, I can put in hard work. You know, and eventually that, like, grew me into being where I am today. Uh, but anyways, but I like everything you said about the balance behind it and yeah. how God really is a good dad. Mm. Yeah. I, I was thinking about even hearing both your stories, how um, I think to truly trust God and let go of the control is those contingencies, like you said, have to go away. Mm-hmm. Now, um, do we have to, Nate brought this question, it was really good, do we have to wait till a breaking, till a point? breaking point to surrender? Because I think, like, sometimes... Like, like for me, I, I surrendered my patience once I blew up on my son, like to the point where I, I scared him and that yeah. freaked me out. Like that was, do we, ha- do we have to wait for a boiling point to actually surrender? You know what I mean? Yeah. Until yeah. we realize, okay, these contingencies may not work because tomorrow I'm poor, you know? Like do we, <laughs> do we have to, get, yeah. you don't know, but honestly, like, yeah. like, I'm just curious. Yeah. Jess, what do you think? Well, I think you always have the opportunity to learn things the hard way or the yeah. easy way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And um, 
So do I think that there's no way to get to a breaking point? You some, Somehow you have to become aware. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. I think that's the big thing. That's it. And so you can become aware in a few different ways, right? I can become aware because it exploded and yeah. I've got a big mess to clean up. Yeah. I can become aware because Abel can come up to me and say, hey, man, I'm noticing this thing. Mm. Like, be careful because this happened to me. Yeah. That's good. And I go, ah. Oh, Maybe I don't want to do that. That's yeah. good. Yeah, and I think that that's the value of having people. And the Holy Spirit can do the same thing. Right. I'm a little hard-headed in those moments. <laughs> so, so it's a lot better when Abel comes up and tells me. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to listen. But, um, no, I think, uh, I think, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I have had warnings from the Lord, like, hey, check something. Really? Ooh, okay. like, what does it is, feel like? Um, usually it's, it's like a thought, like okay. an idea that comes into my head. Um, I'll be going down a path and it's like, oh, I'm reminded of someone who went down this path and it didn't Ooh. work out well. Okay. Wow. And then I'm like, I'm going to check myself right here because I don't want to end up where, where they gotcha. went. Like I'm, I'm smart enough to see it. Right. I've got eyes. Like I'm not blind. I'm not dumb. Yeah. You know, that's good, Jess. That's good. No, I like that. Okay, cool. So the, the, the answer is you don't have to wait for, yeah, I don't for think that you, breaking point. I don't think you have to wait. I think a lot of us do. Yeah. But, it, but it's because of the awareness piece. Yeah, and, and pride. And pride. Oh, oh, pride. Don't yeah. use the P right? word. Yeah, that one's a big one. Oh, my gosh. That one's being loud and clear in my brain. <laughs> the pride one. Well, even control, because I think it boils down to, so I want to read you the scripture, this one that we all, we all know, but I want to, let's look at the end part. So Romans 12, 2, we know this. Don't be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Here is the next part. That by the testing you may discern what is the will of God what is good and acceptable and perfect. Mm. So it's like really the battle of the wills of like, is it his will be done because he's got the better picture or no, my will be done. And I think for me, that's been like the surrendering part <laughs> of like, I know my will, it's peace, but I, here's my expectation of peace where I didn't go to him yet where he's like, no, your expectation of peace is this. My expectation is my son should not scream. He's a two-year-old. Oh, wow. <laughs> God's expectation is he's going to yeah. scream, but you could still have peace in the storm. And I'm like, Nah. <laughs> you know, sometimes I just don't want to hear God too. You know what I mean? Sometimes I'm just mean, like, yeah. like, I don't know. It's like I, I know I know his will is better, but I don't know where it is. I find these in my day to day where it's like I I must think my will is still better. Because wow. I, I find yeah. these moments where it's like I'm I'm not doing this whole okay, I'm surrendering my will, your will is better. That's your good. picture is better. Well, I like how you brought up expectation. Mm -hmm. Do you think we have to buy into God's expectation? Like, do you think it's a buy-in? It's like we, we haven't been able to be like, okay, God, you really are good in this area. I think so. I think, I mean, even that Psalm, what is it, 62.5, I talked about yesterday, where it says, if waiting on the Lord and says, for, his, for the expectation is from him. Mm. So in other words, he'll tell you, he's like, you're hoping for this? No, that's, that's lame. This is what you need to hope for. And it's wow. like he paints his picture. You're so right. So it's like then you buy it in, you know? Yeah. I think about um, the door, your door thing. What door? What happened with my door? You're building your door. Oh, your the barn, barn door. door. The barn door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, he built this. You, you were hanging with him, and he built this expectation of you of like, this is what the barn door could be. And you're like, I'm in. Chava, man, I was about to I'm throw my home chair deeper. right now. I was about to throw my chair. Just Sorry. thinking about like all those feelings <laughs> that happened there. And like, I like our brain. I know it's a powerful tool. But sometimes I hate it, the way it can, like, remember things. Like, yeah. it can remember emotions. It can remember feelings. And you just brought up the door. And I was like, what door? But then, like, I'm sure if we replay the camera, like, you see my face going, oh, yeah, the door. Mm -hmm. And these, this, this rage came inside of me. <laughs> I just wanted to throw it. All right, talk about something else. Be because, uh, because it wasn't perfect. Okay. And my expectation was, if it's not perfect, right. it was only off by one-eighth of an inch. But what did he think of the door? What but was, but he, that's what I'm curious. Well, this, what was this, his this is the buy-in. This is okay. the buy-in. He saw my father-in-law 
coming into my house and and hanging the barn door himself. Wow, there it and is. And enclosing the space and making it into a room where a tenant can come in and make money in my pocket. Wow. That's what the Lord saw. That was his expectation. That was his expectation. My expectation it's was gonna be perfect. It needs to be perfect. It needs to be perfect to make somebody else happy. Wow. Mm, yeah. Geez. It needs to be perfect to 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 meet a need. Yeah, and yeah. it was when you were coming to move in with us. I, I was like, it has to be perfect for your expectation. And your expectation was just it's peaceful in this house. Yeah, I'm great. It's great. <laughs> you didn't even care about the door. It almost yeah. fell on you guys and killed you. And you were like, you can just leave it right there. It's fine. <laughs> But there's power in the expectation because God's expectation, he sees the bigger picture. Yeah. Right? Like, like I think in Corinthians or whatever, it talks about like we can only see in parts and prophesy in parts and speak in parts. But soon we will see the whole picture yeah. or the whole revelation that God has for us. I definitely paraphrase that. But, but I think it's like buying into <clears throat> God's expectation and losing control is because he sees the end from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 It's seasons. Oof. Right? Like, Tell me about yeah. that. Take yeah. the roof that. off that. What do you mean? Like fall, winter? So here's the beautiful thing about the spirit realm. Yeah. Is that it's teased in the natural. What do you mean? Ooh. Right? Like you have seasons of life. You have seasons, right? It's fall. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, you have seasons where it's like time to harvest in the spiritual and in the physical. You have seasons where it's time to rest in the spiritual and in the physical. Wow. Um, but like what... That's neither here nor there. That's not what I wanted to talk okay. about. Sorry, 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 Jess. That was really good. I'm not know where you want to go. He likes taking roofs. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Back, back to control. <laughs> you go through seasons where you get to learn these things. Like the Lord just takes you to another level. Mm. I think that the important thing is that the season changes. Yeah. Right? Oh, wow. So sometimes we get stuck in these seasons. So yeah. let me give you a good example. So we're all married, right? So our relationship with our wives, and we're all in different stages, right? You've got to two-year-old, right? Mm-hmm. I've got three kids. You've got no kids. She's trying. He's got so a dog. We, He's got a dog. She's trying real hard. We're trying? She's trying. Okay, She's hey, trying. Here's, a good, here's a good example. So let's say we go out to dinner together. And we're yeah. like, hey, how's your marriage going? How's your marriage going? How's your love life? Mm-hmm. And Rob's like, we're trying for our first. <laughs> His marriage looks a lot different than your marriage. Right. You might have a two-year-old that's waking up at two in the morning. We're in different seasons. Nate's about to have a newborn. He's not going to sleep at all. Yeah, yeah. And so, I haven't slept in days. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so he's so if, if if Nate leaves that dinner and he goes, oh man, my marriage is in trouble because it doesn't look oh, like Rafa. Oh yeah, right. Then we compare. It doesn't look like Rafa. I I barely brush my teeth. I yeah. can like I get to sleep. I don't even take my shoes off. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, yeah, I haven't showered. I haven't. Even, I don't even know what I smell like. But he's got a mustache. <laughs> it looks got, good. We've all been there. We've all been there. I'm saying this because I've been there. Yeah, that's yeah, good, right? yeah. But I know the season's gonna change. Wow. But I can't. But. As the season changes, right, as my kids get older, if I keep living like the season that Nate's in right now, where it's like you're acting like you're not getting sleep, mm, like mm. still not brushing, it's really unhealthy. Mm. Yeah. Right? It's not bad to be in that season. Everyone goes through it. It's a natural season. But at some point, it's got to end. Wow. And that's, that's how these, these seasons are. It's like you go into this moment with the Lord. I'm learning this. And sometimes people will get perpetually stuck in this, right? Yeah. I'm learning patience. I'm learning patience. I'm learning <laughs> Keep patience. Keep saying that. I'm still at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's like, that's what, that's what Gavin's been talking about, yeah. right? Because you can't, you can't like recite verses in your head over and over and over again, right? It's like these like mindless babblings, yeah. essentially. It doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. It's got to sink in. And, and it's like, you're getting to that place where it's like, okay, we're, we're going on to the next thing. Right, yeah. I've got it. Like at some point, you've got to like trust it. Like, hey, this yeah. has happened because it transforms faith. you. Yeah, there's faith that the transformation 
is taking place and that it, it has taken place. Yeah. You can't get stuck in it. Yeah. You know? That's good. Dang, that's good, Jesse. Yeah. I like that. Bring so much hope, man. I love that so much. Uh, I was going to ask a question. Okay, one of the fruits of the spirits as we were doing research for this was, um, we brought it up at the men's conference. Yep. It was really good. It's self-control. Mm-hmm. What's the difference with self-control over, I guess, c- control of others or, or outside control? I don't know what the opposite would be of that. But like th- one of the fruits of the spirits is self-control. Mm-hmm. So is that a, that's a good thing, right? Because it comes from God. It's a character of God. Yeah. What the heck is that? Is, is it because like... I'm looking at Jesse. <laughs> is it because like I held myself, I restrained myself from like breaking something? Is that self-control? Hmm. Like what is self-control? And I think self-control is like you, you're... Your flesh is submitted to, to the spirit. Oh, take the roof off that. What do you mean? Right. So, like you. Oh man, it's different. I think it's I think it's a little bit different than control, right? Self control. So, like control is like I'm gonna do something. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be God. It's gonna look think, how I'm gonna look. I think self control is like, it's a, it's both like letting go. Right. I don't have to be in control of like of this thing, um, and then at the same time, it's like. Man, I need one. like the spirit of Gavin to come and help me articulate. <laughs> 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 so good at articulating things. It's a good question. Um, Thank you, Rooster. Yeah. Yeah. So when we when we look at self control, like, man, it's it's like how much authority do I have over? Maybe a good one is like impulsiveness. If I think about my kids, yeah, like my kids can be very impulsive. Um, someone hit me, so I just smacked them back. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's like that. Yeah. Are you responding or are you reacting? Oh, wow. And you have to learn, like, it's that self-control. Like, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to respond to this. I'm not going to yeah. react to it. So I think that that's one component to it. That's good. Um, that's really good. I think there's some some things that are, like, when we think about the mind, where self-control can be really powerful, like mm. disciplines. Yeah. You know, like, it takes self-control to get out of bed in the morning and spend time with the Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because what do I want to do? Mm-hmm. I want to sleep. I want to go look at Instagram yeah. for an hour. Like I want to, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. And it's like you need that self control because that's going to actually help you grow, right? So you foster this like physical discipline, right? That then helps amplify some of your spiritual disciplines as well. And so it's it's kind of twofold. And it's um, and I'm sure if I kept thinking about it, it'd be way more complicated than just two. Yeah, twofold. that's good, Jesse. No, that's like good. That. That's digestible. What do you think it was? I don't know. It's a hard. I just started thinking about like, does God have self control? Like, does does Jesus have self control? And I know the logical answer is yeah. like, yeah, you know what I mean. But trying to talk to him, I'm like, man, God, you had to restrain yourself a lot, like, well, from destroying the whole world twice. Think about this. Jesus went to a garden. Cried blood. Yeah, that's what Rooster was saying. <laughs> How much self-control is it to be like... It, he obviously didn't want to go to the cross. Yeah. Right, right. But he went. Yeah. He's God. He could have... Fireworks, <laughs> lightning bolts, like... <laughs> You're done. <laughs> like, those guys are lucky they got out of there with one replaced ear. Oh, yeah, the guy with the... And he put it back. <laughs> yeah, he put it back. <laughs> yeah, that's good. No, that's really good. Yeah, because I was just thinking about, like... Because that's the season I've been in is, like... Yeah. Learning how to like, I'm just a very passionate person. Obviously, you know, Nate has to tone me down on the on the mic every time I speak because like <laughs> I'm just I just have so much passion in me, you know. Yeah. And uh, talking to people, they're like, "Oh, it's because you're Spanish blood." Yada yada yada. So like, <laughs> I'm just really passionate all the time. And my wife calls me an extremist. All this fun stuff. So the season I've been in is like this place of self control. Yeah. Where where God showed me there's a difference between being organized and a difference between control. Hmm. 
And, and what he was showing me was like, organized means you take time to respond to situations, but create a framework behind it that's going to sustain the thing that he's trying to birth. Mm -hmm. And literally what I thought about was like, you know, we're talking about kids and it's like the nursery. You create a framework for the kid, right? Like you, yeah. you paint the room, yeah. you have the crib, you do that. Where like control is like the baby's coming and you're going to sleep on his couch. No pillows, nothing. You're just going to sleep on his couch. No food, no, no breast milk, nothing. But yeah. you're gonna, you can't cry, you yeah. know? And like, that's an emotional response and reaction that you're trying to have. Where I feel like if you have a framework, you're not controlling, you're, you're creating the best case scenario with the help of something else mm -hmm. for this thing that you birthed to, to thrive. Yeah. Right? So like what God's been showing me is like, yeah, you have a lot of passion, but it's so much more powerful when it's in my framework. Yeah. And, and it's completely different than control. And in the framework, it's like, okay, okay, this is the plan that, this is the strategy that we yeah. had. For example, this podcast, I can come here, I can preach, I can do whatever the heck I want to do with my emotions. I know it's there. Yeah. I have the spirit of God. But there's something that happens when we take time to have the phone call mm -hmm. with God, with you, and be like, these are the key questions that we actually want to have a conversation about. Yeah. This is where I want you to actually go and spend time with God. Yeah. And then next, you know, we're at a men's conference and we see those parts. We see God in it all. Oh, the fruits of the Spirit. Here's self-control. You were just reading about it in your framework. Yep. Let's expand on it. You know, so that's what I was thinking about self-control. What about you? What's self-control for you? No, I think you, you guys said it. You guys said it. And I think just, I mean, self-control is just, I think it's just like the awareness of really of, of Him. Mm -hmm. It's the, it's the self-control. But it, it's like, it's me going self, but then looking at who has the control, Ooh, which is yep. Him. Mm. So I think self-control mm. is my ability to look at Him. That's to me self-control is thy will, thy will, thy will, Yeah, you know, which it takes time, you know, like now I have the self-control of patience with my kid, but <laughs> yeah. I had to go to him. I had to go, okay, I don't have it, you know, but yeah. I think that's a big one for me. Rooster, what do you think yeah. of self-control? Um, I've, I've changed in the past five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think the one thing I keep, I keep like ruminating <laughs> on is this idea that I've seen control completely wrong. Like when I have control, I feel, it feels like a really good thing. But really, as we talk about different scenarios, whether it's with our wives, our kids, or, or, or circumstances financially, it's like, really, I feel like I have control, but that thing's actually controlling me. Yeah. And so there's this thing, if you, even if you define a person as like, oh, that person's really controlling, the connotation's really negative. Yeah. But if you say, oh, that person has a lot of self-control, it's really positive. Yeah. <laughs> because one is a fruit. Mm -hmm. yeah. One is a fruit of... It's this man who has eyes like fire has my heart. Right. And you're intimate, intimate with his spirit. And it's like, I have self-control versus I have to have control. Yeah. Why? Because this natural world matters more to me than yeah. the God who created it at the time. That's good. Yeah. And so I've been like really wrestling, even within myself, like uh, areas I have control in. And it's like, do I really have control? Or does that have control over my heart? Ooh, that's good. That's a, you gotta, that's a good question. Versus, versus self-control, which is like, even though things are going crazy, you know, whether it's with kids or with, Whatever. Traffic. I mean, even driving here. Goodness gracious. <laughs> goodness gracious. It's so bothersome when people drive slow in the left lane. It's not. I say, <laughs> I say it's the principle. I really do say it's the principle. But really, it's because I can't control how fast I get to work. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. is that going to influence my heart? Is this person driving slow in the left lane going to be my new God? Right. You know? Or yeah. can I still connect with him? Yeah. yeah. And that's self-control. Slowing yeah. down, going, I'm going to enjoy him. <clears throat> I don't Where know. control would be... I'm cutting you off and I'm going <laughs> For sure. And it feels good. Yeah. That's the thing about control. It feel, actually feels really good in the moment. But then it, it, the, 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 like, I don't know. The, the fruit of it. The, the taste in your mouth afterwards. Is like, I remember one time I was on the phone with, um, what is it called? 
customer service and I ended up like getting a like a really good package because of my words I was like you're telling me I've been a customer for this long. I've been really honorable and respectable but then <laughs> like, and they gave me an upgrade on my internet for free and I was like yeah and then afterwards I was like why do I want to throw up it was mm. because I was like manipulating them into doing it wow and we say it's a natural thing but I think that's a spirit yeah. of you know that's like mm-hmm. God wasn't like, yeah, twist their arm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get why, that free extra why is my jo- Why is my joy dependent on if I get this or not? Yeah. I deserve this. That's you know, good, it's like, man. Oh, am I really in control? That's good, Rooster. We're back. I was thinking, Nate, with what you were saying, like, um, I started exploring Luke. Like, Luke just really messed with I just love Luke. So, uh, But I was thinking about this one passage. I think it's like Luke 7. But it talks about that if you're kind and you're loving... Um, then you're actually a child or a son of the most high, mm-hmm. right? And I started thinking about like, that is, that is what it's like to like connect with the spirit. It's like the fruit that you have coming out of you, the response that you have coming out of you mm-hmm. is a result of the framework from having the perspective of God. Yeah. Like I literally thought about most high and it's like, yeah. he's literally has the highest perspective sitting at the top, you know, like of everything that we have. And it's like when we're willing to surrender, to let go, to connect with this invisible father that mm-hmm. loves us so much then we actually get his perspective and then he helps us create a framework that actually thrives yeah. in there and i yep. think that's the expectation and the framework like we all said it has to come from him it has to come from him like yeah. i mean he he knows he said it too it's like becoming a father i didn't realize i had my own framework of what it should look like yeah. And, yeah. and it's exploding <laughs> <laughs> it's not working yeah. but um i i wanted to go back to something that we we talked about you said seasons um if if someone's stuck, what, what would you suggest to Because I think we all have Goodness. done that where mm-hmm. I'm in the season and like I'm maybe it's because I'm looking at someone and I'm comparing and I'm just like, I need to, you know, whatever it is. How, how, have you ever found a season where you were stuck and realized, okay, something needs to like, what was it? Yeah. I don't know, does that make sense? Even yeah, for, that's for, good. That's I'll good. leave that to, for, for yeah. everyone because I think there are those times where it's like, man, I just feel stuck. Yeah. I think I went through though. A long season like that, like a few years, kind of, sadly enough. Um, and a lot of it probably probably was my own responsibility. Like, I just didn't, maybe didn't want to leave the season. Mm, okay. You know, you're, yeah. you can become so afraid of, like, what does it look like if I figure this out? Yeah. Like, Fear of success. So, so what Rafa said, you know, he was driving in the car and Lloyd said, fine, I don't want to hear the rest of it. Yeah. You're fine. I don't want to hear the rest <laughs> of it. Yeah. So like you're afraid. What like I want to hear God's voice, but what if he tells me something? Yeah. That that I don't want to do. Right? Yeah. And then I have to deal with it because it's like, well, God told me. Yeah. It's like I don't want to disobey God, so I'm just not gonna talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I'll read the Bible. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's like this is going well. I've got this um, this plan, this contingency plan. Yeah, you know, I kind of like okay, God's there. He's in the corner. I, I invite him in where I need him to. But he's yeah. not all encompassing because if he's all encompassing. I'm gonna have to give some stuff up. Yeah, I know I'm gonna have to change. I know I'm gonna have to do some stuff. I don't want to do that. Like I'm very comfortable in my little yeah my little bubble. Yeah, that's you know, good. and it's weird because it's like you're you're both. Maybe comfortable is not the right word, right? Right, because you're sitting there and you're like, "This sucks." You're you're aware that this isn't right, right? So you're not really comfortable with it. It's <laughs> it's like uh, I don't know if I can say this on the podcast, but you know that saying like, "The devil you know is better than the devil you don't." Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. You're like, I'm very happy with my 
crappy life. Yeah. <laughs> like, I understand my crappy life. So, like, but if I give away my crappy life, it could get real. <laughs> it could get worse. Yeah. <laughs> worse. <laughs> Right, and that comes back to knowing God. Like, is that who? God, but is that who God is? Yeah, you know. And we, I think, this goes back to like great teaching that happens in the church. Like, we think that our life with God is like everything. Like, we could go to the season where we're tested and things like fall apart. Yeah, it's like okay, there, yeah. There's a story in the Bible that aligns with that. But like that's not. But we know that the identity and the character of God, and like that's not what He's trying to do. He's not yeah, trying to that's test not the end us. game. Yeah, yeah, to fall apart and see if you still admit like I lost my kids, my dog, yeah, the whole yeah. country song. And then at the end <laughs> of it, it's like, oh, but God, right, right, right. <laughs> like I don't think that that's really God's heart. Oh, I know that that's not God's heart. I don't yeah, say it. Yeah. I don't think it. Like that's not God's heart, you know. And so I think when we're stuck in seasons, usually we're really comfortable. Yeah. We're wow. comfortable in that season. Um, and something that we just don't want to take the the next step forward. Yeah. That's good, Jazz. And to me, that is the word you said earlier, where you said you have to take the sonship, mm-hmm. which means you have to take the connection. I know one season I, I felt connection. stuck in that was my wife and I were just living in this area, and it was just like, okay, this is not fun. And it, it I was stuck because I, I know for me, um, going back to this pride word, and even your framework, like I was still in my framework. I was stuck because... And you said, I, I didn't have the honest connection with him. Mm-hmm. But when I had the honest connection, I was like, okay, now I, 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 there's something here for me. Because I think in every That's season, good. there's something you're supposed to get. There's, there, yeah. there's a level of sonship you're going to get. You know what I mean? Like no matter what season, I think mm-hmm. every season still requires you to be a son, which means you're going to grow in sonship. And so I think, I think for me, it was just not having that honest conversation of what are you trying to do here? Because mm-hmm. I was like, this just sucks. This yep. is just uncomfortable and... You know, I, I might have been like you. Where it's like I don't want to hear the story, yeah. Because you might want me to enjoy this. <laughs> you know, it's like, but I don't want to stay here. Yeah. But yeah. he's like, no, this season you're going to stay here, and I'm like, no, I don't want to stay here. You know, and so I don't have that talk. Yeah. Of like, okay, what is the? I love the word you said. You said framework. It's like, what is your framework? Because my yeah. framework is it sucks. Yeah. But I know. For me, I was yeah. really thinking about that. You have to change, right? That's when it's like spending time with the Lord. Yeah. Like my new framework is like. No, he has a plan to prosper me yeah. in my family. Yeah. Right? A plan for us to to thrive, right? And to produce and to grow. You know, That's and you good. start to understand that. And then the the framework that that I saw growing up, right? Family thriving, dad leaves, kind of goes downhill. Yeah. He he never let us go. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't what we were on track for. Right. Yeah. Right. You replace that framework with the framework of a good father. Yeah. That's so good, Jess. And and I love what Nate talked about like um, self-control is like it's all about me rather than my circumstances and I, I, I in this whole place that I've been with God about like the whole framework is that God cares way more about my identity and my heart than mm-hmm. he does about any of the external things Yeah, and that blows my mind and I've been seeing that in the Bible everywhere I go yeah. that, that when situations come God doesn't speak to the circumstance he speaks to the person's identity yeah. and that person's identity partnered with God changes the circumstance and that just blows my mind. Like I see it with like the parable of the talents. Like the way Luke breaks it up, it's like the they were slaves first, uh, and then the master called them, and they they showed up, and then they were called servants, and then they were called stewards once the the master gave it to them. Mm-hmm. So there was a a, a, a a name change there, and then after that, when once they actually stewarded the money and called them back, then the master called them, called my servants to come and they said, uh, good job, good and faithful stewards, yep. right? And it's like, now you're good and faithful. 
And then not only that, then he was like, what happened with the thing that I gave you? The thing that I gave you, that I trusted you with. And then he was like, oh, it multiplied. And he was like, good job, how much? And he was like, it multiplied 10 times. And he was like, good, now you have authority over 10 cities. Cities. Like from from slaves Mm -hmm. to officials. You know, like there was a name change that happens when you come to the Father. And that changes cities. I don't know, it just blows my mind how God works. Because I'm too busy trying to focus on the natural of like, all right, God, how are you bringing more money into my bank account? Where God's like, well, actually, I want you to sit down and talk to Jesse because he's going to give you business ideas. He's going to give you confidence. And he's going to tell you how to create. Yeah. You know, I had this this moment with the Lord. uh, It's like a few months ago where I was, we just moved into this new house. We moved in this house. It's like a fixer up. It's not, it's not, your it's house not is beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful house, house. It's a dope yeah. house man. but it's got, it's got some, I've got some projects. I've got some big projects <laughs> yeah. and I've been knocking them out and they're like some of the projects you don't realize how big it is until you like, you peel one layer off and you're like, yeah. oh man, <laughs> yeah, let <laughs> me rebuilding this house <laughs> as it's standing. Um, but I got to this point, I was like, oh God, like, why would you take us from, like, we remodeled our old house. It was yeah, it was gorgeous. beautiful, yeah. Um, and I had this moment where I was, like, talking about, I was like, Lord, like, why'd you take us from, like, this perfect house that, like, I remodeled? And there was a process there. You forget the process. Yeah. Mm. Perfect house, had the, you know, my wife's dream kitchen in it, like, worked out really well. It was too small for us, right? Um, and now we're in this thing that's, like, it's got so much potential. It's got all this potential to be, like, yeah. the forever home. And I was getting discouraged. I was like, Father, like what? Like we had this, it's so great. And um, I felt like the Lord said so clearly, like I'm getting ready to take you to the next level. Yeah. Mm. I didn't know what that meant. I was, thought it was like, you know, who knows? Maybe I'm going to the next floor of my house to start a model up there. <laughs> you know, maybe, I don't know. And all these things in our, in our life started changing really quickly. Um, but it was like, okay, God, like wherever you want to go, like let's go. Let's do it. I didn't know what that meant at the time, but it's like within a month, like I've got someone reaching out about a, a job that I had been like praying for a job opportunity like this. And like now it's like coming. And then we have things like even even some of the stuff that we're doing at church is like just really starting to like flourish. Yeah. You know, we're like, oh, I don't know if I have enough time, but I, you know, have a heart to get on the worship band, did it. And then it's all of a sudden it's like, wow, like, Somehow there's time here. Yeah. Like there wasn't time here. All of a sudden it is. But it's like, okay, the Lord said we're going to the next level. So like the doors that he starts opening up, like I'm going to walk through them. They might not make sense. Yeah. But then other things start dropping off, you know, and you realize that like the things that were key in a season. Yeah. Right. Sometimes you just have to like walk away from like he'll provide something. It takes the place of that one. Mm. You leave and you shut the door. Right. Yeah, and good. I think that that's one of the things that people get stuck on is like, I want to take all this stuff, but I also want that stuff. That looks great also. You can mm. only carry so much. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you can only do so much. Like you think practically like you've got 24 hours in a day, half of that's sleeping, like half of that's with your kids. So Aww. you get like an hour to yourself. <laughs> <really>. <laughs> if you're lucky, you know, um, and like there's just not enough time to do everything. Right. And so I think there is like a physical element to that. Like you've got to say no to some stuff. You also have to say no. So wrapping your calling and your identity, right? Like what if the Lord like said like, hey, Jesse, like you're just businessman. That is your calling. Mm. I'm like, okay, my identity is businessman. Yeah. Well, then the Lord says, hey, I want you on the worship team. I'm like, how does that fit? (laughs) How does this work? (laughs) 
Yeah. Worship leaders aren't businessmen. Everyone knows that. Yeah. <laughs> but you get into these things, and you're like, you know, it just doesn't, it, it doesn't work out. And I think yeah, that yeah. Um, that's why it's just so powerful. Like, know the season that you're in. Yeah. Right. And jump all all the way into it. Don't have those contingency plans. Right. Yeah. And just like, just go with it. You know, go let go God. of the things when it's past and the old the old part of the season. Yeah. When it goes, be okay with with letting go of it and, and move forward. Yeah, that's good, that's good Jesse. I love All that. right, we're gonna uh, start wrapping this up, but I think you got a, fir- a great question yeah. to to wrap us up. Go ahead, ask it. Uh, we we ask it pretty much in the, the last couple podcasts. It's uh, what's the first baby step into everything we hit, right? Like we we hit sonship, trust, and self control. So like, what's the first baby step into receiving sonship? Receiving trust and going into self control. Yeah, letting go, yeah. letting go. Like, if control. there's like one viewer, like they, they're like, "Oh, this podcast got me born again today." You know, what do I do? How do I start this? Yeah, man, I think the biggest thing that you can do is just start spending time with the Lord. Okay. Like, figure out what it looks like. It's going to look different for everyone, but it comes back to like you've got to know His voice. You've got to be able to trust Him, right? So start yeah. knowing who He is. Mm. Right? What is what is he saying? Like, understand that. Like, start listening to that voice. Start trying to figure out how does God talk to you. Right? God talks to people in all different ways. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't like the term talk, because it's rarely ever a voice. Right. Like an audible like voice. Communicate. Yeah. It's rarely ever a, an audible voice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, maybe a better way to say it is like. How does the Lord prompt you? Right. Mm, that's good. You know, oh, He's prompting me to do this. I feel it in my spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like it feels right. Um, start getting that, and start getting that to be something that where it's like, hey, I, I know this voice just as well as I know the voice of the other guy. I know when it's not yeah, God. That's good. Like, okay, so be as confident with knowing that it is God. You know, and, and that looks different ways. You can journal. You can spend time with him thinking. I talk to God a lot in the shower. I talk to God a lot when I do like mindless things. Like when I'm mowing my lawn, like I hear God so clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right over the mower. You're like, yeah. (laughs) Like having these thoughts go through my head. Um, But just, but take note of them, right? And when when someone said, uh, the other day at the men's meeting, I was standing in worship and I felt like the Lord uh, said that he wanted to, uh, like there was someone there that was struggling with hearing his voice. And mm. it felt like it was foggy and confusing. And we broke into small groups and I sat down and the guy to my left goes, I'm having trouble hearing the Lord's voice. Feels wow. like it's foggy and it's confusing. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> awesome. And I was just like, hey, look, look, when this activity's done, like, let's just pray. But it's like, good. if you don't take note of it, like, oh, I think God talked to me. Yeah. Then you never get confirmed that it did, right? And you yeah. have to learn... That voice, you know, it's like it's right. like our kids, like, oh, here's someone calling. <laughs> you know, you walk over and you're like, yeah, hey, who's this person? Yeah, like, yeah. that wasn't my dad's voice. It's good, Jess. Right, my it's kids good. know in a crowded room, like we go in like to pick up my kids after church, and there's all these kids. They start running around, and I'm like, hey, Williams kids, let's go, and they all like. like i know there's no way like there's music going there's like 15 other kids there's parents talking like they know my voice that's all right like know know your father's voice and that's the that's the biggest thing that will get you to because you're not gonna how are you gonna be confident to to walk in sonship that's good that's good thank you so much jess it's a good baby step what about you the father's voice 
Oh shoot, I wasn't ready. Um, can you go for <laughs> yeah, me? I think. Uh, All right. <laughs> how come you guys get time to process this through? I, I'm like Sorry. on quick fire. <laughs> Wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right. I think for for me, um, be be honest. I think for me, the biggest one is like, am I the God or is He God? So I know for me, like this is just an honesty of like I always think of Psalm twenty three, the Lord is my shepherd. So and I and I read that one, and so if I'm not, if I'm in want, if I'm in all these things, if I'm freaking out, I'm the shepherd. So just acknowledging of, okay, I got to put God back on the throne. So for me, it's like get out of my brain. Mm -hmm. So just practicing that. That's just been for me. That's my step one. Is just if if I'm finding worry, if I'm not finding life and peace, I might be the God. So just like okay, God, you are God. Sometimes I just gotta say, God, you're God. You're God. You're my God. So just putting my back, you know, putting myself back in the posture of I'm His sheep. I'm His son. Mm -hmm. I'm a son. So even just, I don't know. It's good. Just acknowledging it. Baby step. I don't even know. I think what you guys have is amazing. Uh, I think I think the season part really hit me. Yeah. And being okay with the season that I'm in. Yeah. And it, But also right. having a conversation with God uh, after I know his voice to be like, what's the framework you want to create for me mm -hmm. um, here? So just thank you for that. It's beautiful. Chava, yep. take us home. All right. Uh, Jesse, thank you for joining us. Rooster, we love the mustache. Please like, comment, subscribe, and tell us, tell us how much you love a rooster's mustache. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming. Taking yes. the roof off control. Check it out. Let us know what you think, and uh, we'll see you next time. Love you. Jumping off the deck, shoveling